welcome to Media Plus from the Mac Observer, our weekly look at the world of digital media and Apple's place within it. I'm absolutely thrilled this week. I managed to get Tom Merritt back. You know him, of course, from the Daily Tech News Show, from Cord Killers, from all that good stuff. Hello, Tom. Hello, Charlotte. Thanks for having me back. This is fun. Yeah. And if you're confused, I was on DTNS on Monday, top of the week. We're recording this Tuesday and you'll probably hopefully listen to it on Tuesday. You may have had a double dose of Tom and Charlotte, but as we've learned over the last few months, double doses are good. So yeah, that's what yeah. we're here. So that's we what we're here. We didn't make for. you wait two weeks between them. No, didn't. and I didn't even make you wait twelve. <laughs> 12 so you know, yeah, that's right. Yeah, right. <laughs> so you know, we're, we're all we're double dosed up with uh, Tom and Charlotte. So thank you for joining us. Thank you for joining me, Tom. Now, you and I, as well as being lovers of tech and all things tech, I think it's fair to say we're, we're both pretty big sports fans. Mm. Various sports either side of the Atlantic. I think if you followed our various social media channels, that would become apparent pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, your your tweets definitely keep me up to speed uh, on what's happening in Premier League for sure. Right, exactly. Um, and I've seen you wear, you know, I've seen various sports hats come out depending on who's won various World Series mm-hmm, and all sorts mm-hmm. of things. So I think you lost a bet one year, but we won't talk about that. Mm, um, yeah, I did. <laughs> um, and. This kind of, when I had you on, there was sort of a problem. Not only are you a sports fan, but we're starting to see rumours that Apple, via really TV Plus, might be getting into the sports market. There's a, I'm writing a column on this. You discussed this on Cord Killers. And kind of, the, this has been an idea that's swirled around a bit, but the entry point for this discussion is that we've seen reports, it started off over at the information that Apple wants to get involved and buy the rights for the NFL Sunday ticket. Now you explained this to me, this is not Sunday night football as I know it and see it in the UK, which is, you know, the big game on of NFL on Sunday night. This is the get kind of game pass idea. This is the streaming version, which makes sense in an Apple context. Yeah, this is uh this is the thing that kept DirecTV afloat for AT&T right. uh, for years is that they 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 were able to get subscribers because they were the ones who had Sunday ticket and they were the only ones that had it. Right, right, right. And so Apple this might be Apple's entry point into live sport. What I mean, first of all, before we get into the specifics of this particular deal, do you think the idea of Apple in sport, in live sport in general, is a good idea? It's certainly a good idea for Apple <laughs> uh, in, in the respect that I, I think they've done the right things as far as making Apple TV the app, uh, Apple TV plus the service mm-hmm. available on multiple platforms. So they're they're trying to get it on as many TVs as possible, get it on as many devices as possible so that they would definitely have people who don't use Apple devices willing to pay them to get NFL Sunday ticket. Cause again, it's a, it's a, a huge draw. Uh, so it would bring people to Apple TV that, that wouldn't have gone otherwise. And when I say Apple TV, I mean the app, not, not the device, Apple TV plus, yes. uh, whether it's a good things for, for the sports fans, uh, is, is another, is another question right. because, on the one hand, DirecTV was much more limited. You could only get NFL Sunday ticket if you agreed to have someone put a satellite dish on top of your house here in the United States. So Apple TV would be way more accessible than that. Uh, on the other hand, 
it going to ESPN Plus or Amazon Prime Video, I think probably feels a little more comfortable to sports fans because ESPN in particular is a brand they know. Sure. Uh, and even if they have to install something new because they didn't have ESPN's app on their TV or whatever, uh, it, it's something that that is a little easier for people to wrap their heads around, I expect. Yeah. So, uh, but also, I mean, there's always this difficulties we get into the market. I mentioned the NFL Game Pass app. There are apps. I mean, I know there's an app here if you're an NFL fan in the UK the end of, there's an official NFL app through which you you know you purchase a subscription for the all the games throughout. And if your team is not the team that is picked to be on, it's on Sky Sports here. You can watch your, the game you want to watch. Um, but this is not what we're talking about. This is the Direct TV offer, right? Yeah, NFL Sunday Ticket is essentially the same thing. Right. Uh, and right now it's on Direct TV until 2022. That's when that agreement runs out. Okay. AT and T has. Uh, given guidance to their investors that they're losing money off of it, uh, which sort of indicates that they're not interested in renewing it. They're also trying to sell DirecTV off. So it's probably going to be up for grabs and it would be the lucrative US market, which says you you buy the NFL Sunday ticket, you get access to every game that isn't your local team or a big national broadcast like you were mentioning with Sunday Night Football. Works the same way here. Right. So that's quite a lot, lot on offer. And you can understand if you're a big NFL fan and maybe your team is not the one that gets on Sunday night football regularly, that's a product that is of value to you. My question is, I've seen that. Did I, I think I saw ESPN Plus is bumping up its prices. Mm-hmm. There's, so the one of the things about Apple TV Plus is the very competitive price point. Disney Plus had to nudge up. We know Netflix has consistently got more expensive. Apple TV Plus, first of all, has basically never charged anyone until now. Right. And it certainly has never put its prices up. And the price point it tells you is much lower than any other comparable rival. Sports rights are expensive. Does this, you know, does moving into this market mean Apple has to shift from that? I know Apple has the ability to absorb costs because it's Apple in a way that pure media companies do not have that. But at some point, you know, TV Plus can't be a lost leader if you're spending money on blockbusters and sports, which are very expensive things. Yeah, I wouldn't guess that Apple includes Sunday ticket, should they get it, in the base subscription price. Oh, it's going to be an extra thing. People are used to that. They're used to, you know, sure. if you had direct TV, you had to pay extra to get Sunday ticket. It just sure. it didn't come with the subscription. Uh, whether that price would be particularly affordable or not. I mean, I certainly knowing Apple, they they would charge like some block number, you know, it wouldn't yeah. be 17, it'd be 14. Uh, they, they like rent nice round numbers like that. Uh, what I would wonder is if they would do promotions like they've done with Apple TV Plus, where, you know, to drive adoption, they say like, hey, buy an iPad, get Sunday ticket for free. Uh, that you know, that, yeah, that yeah, is yeah. the kind of thing you could you could see them do. Because you're no I, longer getting a year of TV Plus for free. You might throw the NFL. Yeah, there, there was a promotion with Sony one year where you could get the digital access to Sunday ticket through DirecTV. Uh, if you bought a certain game right and 
and, and you know, and it was a way to try to drive people to create direct TV accounts so that maybe then they could become subscribers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but most of the time there haven't been these kinds of promotions. I because Apple's got the that deep pile of cash they can dig into and they want to drive people to to buy their stuff, you know, that could be a possibility, I would see. Yeah, I, I can see that as well. Now you've said it. It it wasn't one I sort of considered. I wondered if it was we were just gonna see a hike in TV plus prices, but your your way of working around it makes more sense because there are lots of people that might want to watch Ted Lasso and the Tom Hanks movie, but don't want to watch NFL. Right. Particularly right. outside of and, America. And, and also that's just the way it's always worked. So it wouldn't be a change, you know, no. people hate change. <laughs> so, but they can get away with that because it's familiar. And it also addresses one of my bigger concerns about a general move from Apple into sports broadcasting, which is at the moment, we live on two different sides of the Atlantic, you and I, Tom, but our Apple TV Plus looks exactly the same. I we mean, have- we live on two different sides of the Pacific as well. Uh, well, indeed, yes. <laughs> but yes, but yes uh, the Apple TV Plus experience You and your is the West same. Coast ways. And I guess it wouldn't be with Sunday Ticket because Sunday Ticket is just domestic. Is that right? I would that well we don't know any details because the deal you have hasn't game, been done. You have Game Pass. It's a different right. Product. So right. it might well be, and that's kind of my point. You wouldn't yeah, have yeah. an offer at the moment. Everything is the same. As I say, my TV Plus looks like your TV Plus. Mm-hmm. We have exactly the same shows on the same day at the same time. But that is that is, and that's no, always again. That's, that's very that's not as Apple-y, uh to break it down by market. But that is there is precedent for that with Amazon, for instance, having some football rights in Europe, uh, yeah. some cricket rights in India, but they yeah. don't have worldwide rights to, to any of those. No, indeed. It's much more of a, it's very normal in the sports market. It's very unnormal in the world of Apple. Yeah. Uh, and, and I, on wa- the other hand though, it would be, it would be such a coup for Apple. I can't, yeah. I can't imagine they would resist it. No. The question is, how much are they willing to spend? They they can absolutely outbid Amazon and ESPN if they sure. want to, right? Uh, it's just a matter of whether they want to. Yeah, and you're right to point out that the bit of the comparison between what Apple might do and what Amazon already does. There's you know, very significant tennis tournaments mm. get broadcast on Amazon Prime Video. They now have a bunch of Premier League football matches every season, Um uh, you're right. You, you know, as you say, they have cricket matches in India, and you couldn't get a much bigger market than the cricket viewing market in India. Um, so the, these tech companies, in inverted commas, are moving into that way. Again, I could, for me, it feels more natural for me for ESPN to have different offerings in different territories, for Amazon to have different mm-hmm. offerings in different territories. Apple does do some things. We have seen some media deals with Apple that you can get, say, that I cannot. Mm-hmm. Those things exist. But the thing about TV Plus that I've always liked has been the uniformity. And this would be the first big real move away from that. Yeah. You know, now that you're saying this, it makes me wonder because it's Apple, would they? also be going after sports in other markets, right? To say like, all right, we'll get NFL Sunday ticket here. What rights are becoming available in Europe? What rights are becoming available in Japan? What rights are becoming available in India? Uh, And and that would be their worldwide approach is we have a premier sport in every market. It may not be the same sport, but the same sport isn't as popular in every market. Yeah. 
No, I mean, that certainly could be one approach. It's interesting you, you mentioned that because when we had the furore over the European Super League in in football here in, in in UK and other European countries, um, which I think even it was so big it even filtered uh, over to the US. The how big this row was. Um, one of the big questions was who would broadcast this, and some of the big sports broadcasters in the UK immediately said, "No, nothing to do with us. We're not getting involved." Um, Nobody wants to, to, you know, uh, to, to pick that fight. <laughs> yeah. As soon as it became clear, this was not popular with fans, particularly in England. Um, all the, you know, we had broadcasters back in a way. We, no one really dug around with Apple. No, we didn't really hear from Apple on it. Um, it was actually around the t- very big kind of, kind of keynote time as well. So Apple kind of went under the radar in this, but a few conversations I had, Apple did come up as a possible bidder. A, mm. You know, people were like, surely they will, people in both media and football here, were both like, surely Apple would be involved, at least in the bidding process, even if it didn't win. Now, you know, Apple have never said anything confirmed or denied it. They were never asked. But, you know, it never got to the point where Apple had to really make a decision on this. Uh, and we never, so we don't know at all. This may be, they may totally have had nothing to do with it at all. But again, that could have been an entry point for Apple if they were prepared to take spend the money and take the PR mm-hmm. hit. So Yeah, the, those those kinds of things often make me think not so much that, oh, Apple wanted ESL, but that Apple's out there inquiring about sports regularly. And so they're yeah. in the conversations, whether Apple even approached the European Sports League, or they just knew, oh, these are the these are the people we know are interested in sport. So let's talk to them. Yeah. Uh, either either one of those or both could be true, but it definitely indicates that Apple is going to get sport somewhere at some yeah, point. Yeah, and, and we've seen hires that have indicated that as well. Yeah, yeah. Amazon and it places. kind of bolsters that for sure. So. Look, from our conversation, it seems clear to me, and from the stories we're starting to hear, it's it's starting to be pretty clear that this is a route Avin, uh, Apple wants to go, that it presumably thinks it can make money on, even though the rights are expensive. But the question is, again, and it would be very Apple, wouldn't it, to not do, you know, because Amazon kind of tested the waters when it first got into sport with less popular things. Mm-hmm. It didn't go for the big Premier League football. It didn't go for NFL games right off the bat, did it? No, it, no. You know, it it, took... the, the first NFL was a simulcast even. It wasn't even Right, exclusive. exactly. So yeah, you yeah. never had that thing where people were going, oh my God, I can't watch this properly. And then eventually they got the infrastructure in place and it basically works. I mean, there were a few issues the first time it, uh, it ran Premier League football matches here, but you know, basically Amazon works now. But, and Apple, so Apple in typical fashion looks like it would go in right at the top with something really high profile. Yeah, I, I don't think Apple settles for lacrosse or, or you know, uh, uh, or, or some, something, you know, that is, that doesn't have as widespread appeal. They want to come in at the top. In the US, that's NFL, 
maybe NBA or MLB. Uh, in, in, in Europe, that's going to be soccer, uh, in, in India, that's going to be cricket, but that's already tied up. Uh, so, you know, they're, they're going to want to try to get a top tier sport also more widely. I think it means that sport is moving to streaming services. Mm -hmm. Uh, we're seeing that here in the U S with the NHL, uh, rights leaving NBC universal and going to Warner and Warner saying, yes, these will be on HBO Max. We will, be, right. we will be streaming these games on HBO Max. Peacock, even though NBC is losing uh, NHL, is definitely going to stream a lot of the Olympics on Peacock and intends to stream its sports on Peacock, including NFL. Uh, so I, this, is, this is not surprising in that context that Apple would look at this and say, hey, sports is moving from broadcasting and cable to streaming, and we need to grab something big there uh, and be able to, to have a showpiece, to have a centerpiece. Yeah. I mean, Pe Peacock, part of the whole launch PR ad, it was around the Olympics, and then it got yeah. delayed, but it's, which kind of, but, you know, that was a huge part of its initial sale was we've got the rights to the Olympics on Peacock. Yeah, uh, my wife uh, works for a company owned by NBC Universal, and they were definitely, definitely very sad <laughs> that, right. on, that the uh, that the company wasn't not only say, putting any movies in theaters last year, but losing the Olympics until this year. Right. Um, the the thing that you know, this is just from a sports fan's perspective. This might not be an Apple thing, but the thing with live sport that doesn't quite work with streaming and do, but doesn't matter with tv and movies is the potential for delays mm -hmm. and you know your friend texts you about a dramatic last minute score and you you see them whatsapp message or the text message before you've seen it on your streaming service because <laughs> your internet is not as good or whatever there are logistical problems here that apple uh -huh. would have to deal with quite so, you know, you can't get this wrong. Yeah. Well, and it's a very Apple type of problem, right? Where it's like, they don't, they don't like that kind of, of incongruity. Right. Uh, I had uh, Andy Beach, uh, who is, is a guy who, who's been in the video codec design industry for a long, long time, works for Microsoft. I had him on my Know A Little More show. Uh, and he was talking about the fact that that delay is definitely defeatable. It's just a trade-off. Uh, and I can't right. remember all, all the details. Uh, listen to that episode if you want to know them. But it's the kind of thing that that can be solved. And my expectation is, as sports moves to streaming, you're going to see companies try to figure out how to solve that in their own implementations. And that could be a, a marketing point for Apple to say, you know, uh, no delay. You you won't hear the cheers next door uh, before you see the play. I mean, I, I've experienced this recently. I yeah. was working, so I had some of the uh, the Euros. Uh, I'll just go off and cry for a moment. <laughs> That's all right. Now we understand. <laughs> no, a, a I had, of silence it, it was for very, yeah. the, the Spain-Croatia game was one of the most dramatic games in the tournament. Um, I think I had it on one of the streaming services in the background and heard my Croatian neighbours go completely nuts at Croatia's last-minute equaliser a good 90 seconds before I saw Croatia's score. Oh, yeah. I, during like, the these Stanley things Cup, do have to be sorted. During the Stanley Cup a couple of years ago when the St. Louis Blues won the Stanley Cup, thank you very much, yeah. uh, the, uh, uh, the notifications on my phone would pop up 
before the goals right. <laughs> would show up on my screen. It's both over the internet. Uh, I noticed that Major League Baseball's notifications have been delayed, uh, that they yeah. show up uh, after, even on the most delayed stream, they show up after. But yeah, I had to take to turning my phone over and not paying attention to notifications for during during streams. Yeah, I mean, we actually had a, this conversation on a, on S Sunday night as the penalty shootout began. We were all like, right, no one look at your phone, turn your phone, like... We the fact that people have to discuss this stuff. Yeah. And yeah. you're right. I think Apple probably is as good place as anyone to solve it. It could be an advantage, but Apple can only do so much, surely, if it gets whatever sports ride it might get involved in. Because ultimately your home setup will play a part in this, right? Yeah, certainly. Um, and again, Andy was describing this really well. Uh, but, you know, there are so many factors involved. You can never guarantee that somebody's not going to get a delay. But you can, especially with 5G, which has a lot less uh, latency mm. uh, built into it, uh, you, you can set it up to, to minimize the delay to where it's almost not noticeable. Um, however, yeah, if you if you have like a slow machine or or a problem with your router, you know that that's a whole different thing that Apple isn't going to be able to control. Exactly, and, yeah. and we know that Apple does not like things it can't control. Mm, no, no, almost to the point where they wouldn't do sport or live because of that. But it sounds like they they've they they have confidence exactly. that it won't cause much of a problem. This is, so. this is the bit that sort of I'm still balancing out. There are uh -huh. lots of reasons that you've outlined brilliantly as to why Apple would want to get involved in this market, whether it's the NFL or any other major sport in any other major market. But there's a lot of not very Apple bits to this that can go wrong. And Apple's run into problems with internet delivered services in the <laughs> past. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Cloud has not been their strongest point. Uh, no, I although, mean, if someone was here from Apple, they would point out a long list of ways they have improved all yes, that infrastructure. Yes, by using and Google and Amazon as <laughs> their data centers. That has improved things quite a bit. So I don't know. Maybe, they, maybe they've learned that. But it, it, it does. It's a, it's a, the two things that remain for me are the pricing structure the and the kind of separation of uniform you know stopping the uniformity of product yeah and of service i think the pricing structure is is an interesting thing uh, eminently solvable they'll, they'll yeah they'll say you know nfl sunday ticket available for 15 dollars a month or whatever uh and you can buy it through yearly. apple pay Exactly. And we'll get you a know, nice 30% cut of Get a dis there. discount, use your Apple card. Yeah. Uh, and like I said, maybe discounts with devices, et cetera. But, um, but yeah, the, the, the user experience of live is a whole different thing. It's, it's mm. one thing to make sure Ted Lasso uh, gets to your computer, but that doesn't have to happen simultaneously with everybody else. And that doesn't have to happen live. Uh, no. it, it's, a, you know, not everybody's watching the same Ted Lasso episode at the same time. Everybody's going to be watching the same football games at the same time. Right. Sure. And people get very annoyed when those things don't work. Yeah. You know, also a solvable problem. I'm not saying Apple's, you know, incapable yeah. of solving it, but, but something that is, here's the thing for me. It's not that they won't have a product that can deliver live with the minimal delay and, and re be reliable, but launch day 
launch day of every live service, even on demand services, they always underestimate the demand for yeah. some reason. Yeah. Uh, and uh, I don't know if Apple's immune to that. No, I, it, will, it will really be fascinating to see how this develops because it, it feels like despite the reservations we put out, this is something that's happening. We're seeing too many different types of stories and rumors and discussions that the idea to people in both working in both sports and media that Apple is going to be a place where they might sell the rights to their product is no longer a weird thing that yeah. like doesn't work. No, I think you're right. Even if they don't get an NFL Sunday ticket uh, on for, this for particular occasion, reason, they'll get something. I think right. you're absolutely right. You know, you could even see, I know college sport is a huge deal in the US. Could that be an entry point for Apple? Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, I, I I bet there's a, a calendar out there uh, that says which major sports rights are coming up I'm when, sure. and, and you could just sort of you know tick it off and and figure out yeah. which um, ones are going to go where. It's uh, it's definitely going to be one to watch, and quite literally, if they get the sports. But um, <laughs> it, do you think they'll be able to compete with an Amazon that sort of establishes? I suppose. We're saying it feels might have felt weird that Apple does it. Amazon, the place that sold books, is that now got all these major sports rights. So why is it? It shouldn't be weird that Apple is doing it. I think it's just that we we're still. I'm still getting used to the idea of Apple being cross platform, right? I'm, right? I'm used to Amazon being cross platform. Uh, in fact, the only thing that Amazon wasn't on for the longest time was the Apple TV, and even that's been fixed. So, yeah. Yep, yep. uh, so so remembering that Apple TV is available. Uh, on pretty much every device that you want to watch it on uh, is is the thing to keep in mind. And at that point, then it it's a huge driver for for Apple. It, it's it launches Apple TV Plus into the stratosphere. I guess the one thing we haven't touched on is would you be required to get Apple TV Plus to add NFL Sunday Ticket, or would they sell them independently of each other? Surely the answer is the former. I can't. Apple, ima- I would imagine. Yeah. I cannot imagine that Apple would ever let you buy sports rights, but not the other stuff. Pay the extra four night, you know, five ninety nine, four ninety nine a month. Yeah, well, you know, and depends. they'll probably put Fitness Plus in with it too, or something. <laughs> no. Well, you're sort of joking, but I wonder uh-huh. if we've got bundles already. Yeah, we have the Apple One bundle. Could sports be included, you know, up the price of the premier tier? Could sports be part of that? I I, I don't see why not. You know, right. it's a, just a matter of structuring the prices and the tiers. You know, add $10 a month to the premier tier pricing. They'll call yeah. it premier tier plus, won't they? Apple One Premier Plus. <laughs> I think I hurt Charlotte. I'm sorry. <laughs> The worst thing about it is it's going to happen, isn't it, Tom? <laughs> it's probably it could it could it could. Apple Premier Sports Plus one one. <laughs> Apple One, the bundle that is many. The, <laughs> oh God! I mean, another thought occurs to me as we wrap up the show, actually, which is always dangerous. That this also having live sport is also a really good way Apple could have exclusive podcasts. You know, my train of thought was Apple 
calls everything something plus well we haven't quite had podcast plus yet but we've got subscriptions we've got a relationship already with the athletic you could definitely see apple making sunday ticket podcasts for example Oh, ab- yeah, absolutely. Uh, that now that you mention it, it just seems obvious, uh, right? It's it, it's it's it fits in with their strategy already. Uh, everyone loves sports podcasts. Well, not sure. everybody, but sports lovers love sports podcasts. Uh, so, so you know, hiring a couple of of analysts uh, to have fun chatting about the NFL that you're going to watch on your Apple uh, TV later that day. I mean, that just that that just seems like a no-brainer. Uh, yeah, you know, do a weekly review show. Mm-hmm. You can definitely see all those things happening. Yeah, in in not a too dissimilar way, really. That Apple poached some of the top DJs and artists for Apple Music. Would they do a sport app like they do a music app? Ooh. Well, we've got to have everything go through iTunes three hundred times first, don't we? Well, because they have that Apple TV Music channel, and they do they have, have Apple their, TV Music yeah, channel, and they have Beats, uh, yes. and they, you know, I could see them taking that kind of programming, obviously putting it out as a podcast, but also programming it into a sport app. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It will be really interesting to watch. I think this is one of the most fascinating. I mean, we've seen how Apple is playing. We we series and movies now we kind of know how that's going to work apple is prepared to put money in it is prepared to spend money to get quality and it's sticking to basically sticking to originals we know it's game there we don't know the sports game yet and it's going to be one of it could be one of the biggest differentiators for apple it could be one of its basic if we're blunt it could be one of the things that absolutely makes apple tv plus go wrong could be a disaster for its media offering if it goes wrong so it's the risk and reward is both very high and it it really is going to be fascinating to watch how this plays out because i think you're right it seems inevitable to me that at some point soon we're going to be talk you're going to be back on the show discussing the sports rights that apple have bought yeah and why they bought professional rugby or or whatever that is that they bought Yeah, yeah yeah super league uh, the, yeah, the Super League as well. That's a different type of rugby. There's two different types of rugby. You're going to offend some people. No, I was I was putting that as an alternate. Right. Um, I I, I want to uh, establish that I do prefer union over league, and I do know the difference. Right there we go. Right. So Tom has now offended most of the north of England, and on that <laughs> basis, I'm going to say thank you so much. Where can people send the abuse to? Yes. Uh, all Blacks fans, please send your emails. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you can find me at TomMerritt.com. Uh, and I, uh, I have all my podcasts there. And if you want to get some tech news uh, free of rugby controversies, uh, go check out DailyTechNewsShow.com. Do, definitely do that. Um, I'm Charlotte Henry. You can catch me at Charlotte A. Henry on Twitter, as well as at TheMacObserver.com. Tom, thank you so much for joining me. And I'll see you all next week. 